Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Nice District, and Rogers Place in the Edmonton Oilers, the Minnesota Wild, tomorrow night. Uh, there are tickets available. The Oilers are on a 12-3-4 run over the last 19 games. Um, Oilers' Connor McDavid saying, uh, and we'll get to some audio from him, Dave Tippett saying game time decision tomorrow. We'll tell you that uh, guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cook right at your table. Edmonton South, downtown Northside, Sherrod Park, and now open in West Edmonton Mall. Well, one guy who would not be surprised if uh, Connor McDavid maybe came back a little bit earlier than people uh, thought, uh, given the initial two to three week uh, guideline. And we don't know if that's going to be the case yet, but as Ian Herbers, Ian spent three seasons as assistant coach of the Edmonton Oilers. And in his role, it was his responsibility when the team was in town to uh, to skate Connor McDavid coming back from that broken clavicle. Uh, Ian, uh, Look, you've been around some, uh, you know, you played in the NHL, you coach in the NHL, uh, you know, played junior, coach in junior, uh, coach in the American Hockey League, played in the uh, AHL and the IHL. Is Can you read a lot in terms of a player, in terms of his, uh, his work ethic and commitment, and the attention to detail in terms of how they practice? Yeah, the guys, you know, some days it's a little bit more challenging, but the guys that are committed, have the passion, have the work ethic, they find a way to get it done. Uh, sometimes the hands or legs aren't working, but then it's the head and the smarts, uh, and Connor obviously has all of those. So he was a pretty unique case to, to work with when he was rehabbing specifically from that broken clavicle? Yeah, it was actually more of a challenge for me, which was good pushing me to find more and more things to help him to keep getting better and get ready for game situations. So it was a, when you have somebody like that that just pushes and drives and has that skill level, uh, it's an unbelievable situation for a coach. All right, so here you are back at the U of A. Now this is the, uh, you know, you coached the team for three years. Your first three years, the team won 119 and 19. You're, uh, you won back-to-back national championship staffs, uh, uh, championships before joining Todd McClellan's staff. Your team last year lost in the national championship final to uh, New Brunswick. Luke Phil uh, got injured eight minutes in that game. He was the player of the year. Uh, and 
Zach Sachenko was your goalie. They're both playing in the American Hockey League right now, so obviously guys can go from your league to the next level. You're there. It's your second year back with this group. How's it gone uh, to date as you get ready for the playoff series with the UBC? Well, just those other two guys you mentioned, Bob, they're also doing very well in the American League and contributing. I saw Sarchenko won the other day against Bakersfield, so yeah. uh, it's good to see him, those guys playing well and doing well there. Uh, for our group, it's coming together, a little bit of sickness bug going through uh, at our back end, but we've, as you know, we've got the depth, but I like the way our guys have finished the season, how we've come together. Uh, and we just use our depth, and we have different lines, uh, defensemen contributing, and everybody's involved, and everybody's a part of the success. Fair to say, I mean, you've got a deeper team uh, full of former WHL, frankly, stars in that league. Uh, you got three scoring lines. Is that a fair assessment? Hey, well, our fourth line chips in as well, so uh, the fourth line, uh, if you're comparing to the other three, maybe not as high end out of the Western Hockey League, but they're all still very skilled and can play and, and chip in. All right. Uh, you get UBC this weekend, and what's up for grabs? People are going to ask. Ian Herbert's joining us, head coach of the U of A. You win the series, you go to Nationals, because there's two spots out of Canada West. This is Canada West semifinal. Are you surprised you're playing UBC? They upset Mount Royal last week. Um, a little bit, but those two have had very good series. They played the last weekend of the year, so they split that, those two games, and then it went down to overtime in the in the quarterfinals, so two evenly matched teams, two very well-coached teams, two teams that work very hard, uh, play a similar style. They clog it up, to, uh, don't give you anything easy, make it difficult on it, uh, take away the middle, don't give you many second, third opportunities, not many outman situations. Sven Butenshan, a former Edmonton Oiler, is the head coach of the UBC Thunderbirds. Ian Herbers, former Edmonton Oiler player and coach, head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. Uh, some uh, all-star and award not. Well, no, the awards have not been put out, but you got to – how many all-stars did you end up uh, getting when it was all said and done between the first and the second team? Oh, two first, a second, and then two on the rookie team as well. All right, so Cole Stanford and Clayton Kurchenko were – the uh, Paul and Chuck and Kurchenko are on the first team, Sanford on the second team, and then Philp and Davidson on the rookie team. Uh, probably no surprise when you recruited Noah Philp, the younger brother, Luke Philp, uh, 6'3", right shot center. Uh, came out of the Seattle Thunderbirds, had a 75-point season last year. Dawson Davidson outscored Kirby Dock, actually, last year in Saskatoon. He had 75 points as a defenseman. I think you were probably expecting an impact from both guys this year. Yeah, no, they both come a long way as well. Uh, Davidson, just the poise he has with the puck, he'll hold on to that split second longer and make the correct play, get pucks moving up, and then obviously joining in the offensive side of things. He's not afraid to jump down, fill the lanes, find spots, uh, and makes very good decisions with the puck, very effective uh, offensively. And Phil, I think, has taken a huge jump since the start of the year. He's trying to figure out the league, trying to force a little bit too much. Uh, but he's been playing very well with Cox. He's centering Cox and Sanford right now, and that line's been very effective, and he's been dominant up front. Cole Sanford's a former 50-goal scorer. He came to Oilers' rookie tournament in Penticton two years in a row, and, uh, you know, he's kind of a an interesting guy because he can uh, score a bit. But Grayson Paulinchuk, I want to bring up him for a second, played for the Red Deer Rebels. He was not a high-end scorer in the WHL. Uh, Ian, what has made him... Because you've got you've got some guys that are eighty point ninety point guys that aren't in your lineup right now, and conversely, you got a guy like Polinchuk. I don't think he ever got to sixty points in the Western League. What's made him a, a better, you know, more offensive threat 
in uh, in the university sports this year? He's been given a little bit more freedom here to make plays and be a little bit more offensive. We encourage all our guys to chip in and contribute. Um, and he has that great work ethic and compete passion for the game. He, he has speed. He can play a gritty game. Uh, he drives cut to the net a great shot. Uh, and plays in all situations. I can put him in the defensive zone, face-offs, uh, offensive zone, penalty kill power plays, just an all-purpose utility guy that can you can fill in. I've had him on the right wing a few games, and he's played very well there too. So he's a guy that just wants to get to the net, score goals. Ian, you were uh, the head coach with Milwaukee. That was Nashville's farm team in the American League. Do you think that uh, Paul and Chuck and Philp can play in the HL at some stage? I believe so. Both of them have the skill, the passion, the commitment, the work ethic, the the skills, um, and that's all. I believe both can. I mean, Paul Chuck's a burner, right? Like, he's a really fast skater. Uh, yeah. Phelps. He's your kind of your penalty kill energy guy in the American League third, fourth line that's chipping in, um, a pain to play against, hard to play against because he's always taking pucks hard to the net. Phelps a little bit different just because of, again, six foot three right shot center. Yeah, he's got a little bit more hands. He wants to hold on to the puck a little bit more, make that one little extra play to get defensemen and defenders out of position, get the goalie to shift. Um, he's playing a little bit more determined on puck now, and it's really his game has taken off since he's done that. Some people would suggest, you know, Canadian University hockey, you know, it's deadsville for players. There's no abilities to progress. We just talked about the fact that uh, Luke Phillips, you know, had a pretty good stretch. He had 15 goals in 17 games in the AHL. He'd be the second-highest goal scorer in Bakersfield if he was on their team. He's playing for Calgary's farm team in Stockton. Sawchenko is trying to wrestle the number one job away from the uh, San Jose Barracuda uh, netminer that's spent most of the year there uh, as a European kid. Um, so does that maybe highlight that, yes, indeed, you you know, Kirishenko might even be another guy that's got some ability to, to go to the next level. You can indeed move on from, from that level. It's not just a direct pipeline for a player to play over in Europe. No, that's true. Uh, but it depends on the player. He's got to put the work, the time, the commitment into it. And the program has got to give him the opportunities, the off-ice conditioning, the practices, the way you play and everything else. So if the player and the team are putting in the right work, there's definitely opportunities for, for some players. Ian, good luck against UBC, and uh, hopefully we'll be chatting with you next Friday as uh, you get ready to play the Canada West final against one of either Saskatchewan or Calgary. Great. Thank you, Bob. You bet. That is Ian Herbers, former Oiler player and coach and head coach uh, uh, now at the University of Alberta for his second tour of duty. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. When we get back, we're going to get to some clips uh, from after practice today and get to this. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In Oilers history, uh, and for those of you that were fans of Tommy Sallow, you might be liking it. This is Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stopper on 630 Chat. All right, welcome back, everybody. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. Brendan will get to this day in Oilers history in a second, but courtesy of Reed Wilkins, who uh, grabbed a smadio here. Here is Connor McDavid. Oh. On uh, the Edmonton, Connor spoke today after uh, practice. Uh, the Oilers captain's been out the last five games. Edmonton's gone three, one, and one uh, during his absence, and Connor had this to say: oh, "They've been great. You know, it's been uh, it's been five games. They've all been hard fought. Um, you know, good to get a couple wins as well. So, you know, the guys, uh, the guys have been unbelievable, and um, it's been fun to watch." McDavid added uh, he needs to be sure he's ready uh, before he returns. Uh, like I said, just not feeling it anymore. Um, you know, just uh, to, to go out there and, and be pain-free and, and uh, you know, not have it uh, act up after the game or something like that or, you know, a week from now or two weeks from now. Or, uh, you want it to be, to be solid moving forward for this uh, this long run and, and long stretch of hockey that, uh, that we're going to have here in March and, and, and hopefully in the playoffs. All right. Uh, Connor added some additional comments on why he went back to Toronto uh, when he was originally diagnosed. That was definitely very productive. Um, you know, there was no sense of, of going on the road, um, you know, if you're not going to be skating or anything like that. And, and uh, you know, just wanted to get back and, and uh, see the guys that uh, you know, worked with lots over, over the summer. And that um, just uh, picked up where we kind of left off, I guess. And he was also added about what the plan was from this morning because he was skating at like... Uh, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning today? I think the plan was just to go out and see how it felt this morning. Um, I felt good, so, um, you know, and I knew we knew practice wouldn't be too too hard or too physical, so um, they just did some flow drills, so um, I just jumped in on that. There you have it. All right, let's get to some texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line, and we apologize. Um, didn't get a just had a very busy show obviously we've had ken holland brian burke louis debrusk ian herbers on the show today bob what is james neal's injury i don't recall uh, seeing him get hurt and he's been out a long time while well, he's missed nine games uh he got hurt on the january 28th matchup with the Edmonton Oilers as they came out of the uh, all-star break buddy robinson basically clattered into him and it was a foot slash heel injury and uh He's had a bit of a setback along the way. Uh, more texts uh, coming in. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors. Mark in St. Albert said, Bob, initially I thought the orders should trade for Mike Hoppin and do that by trading Adam Larson. But with Clefbaum's injury, I see what a mistake that would be. Plus, Larson is playing like a beast right now. Well, you know, Adam Larson's finally up and running. Let's not forget, he he got hurt. He was out, what, six weeks to start the season after getting hurt in the first game when he blocked the shot. Um, He was very good on the road trip. He's physical. And what happens comes playoff time. You you need defensemen in the – like, yes, you need to be able to move the puck up the ice, especially, may I add, in the regular season when the games are a little less physical. But come playoff time, 
Both teams in a playoff series are going to be pounding the snot out of each other. And I believe that Larson's value will come up at that time. I think he's improved here of late. Uh, he's part of the Oilers' success in the penalty killing. They're on a great run, something like 28 of their last 29. Um, as for I, – I will tell you right now, point blank, I know that the Oilers can get a decent forward for uh, Adam Larson. I don't believe that trade – makes any sense this time. Obviously, Clefbaum, we don't know how long Oscar Clefbaum is out. Ken Holland was on the show saying the original timeline that stick to it at two to three weeks. But I I think the owners are going to need Oscar Clefbaum, or sorry, Adam Larson uh, for sure this year. And then even moving, I'm just throwing a hypothetical out. We all assume Evan Bouchard is going to be on the team next year. Ethan Bear is not going anywhere. So maybe something gives in the offseason. Uh, but I, there's there's teams out there that have got decently priced forwards that could use a hard physical defenseman for what it's worth. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Um, This text comes into us from Jay. All these injuries, and they still have no cap. Rodziak's been done all season. No relief there. Yeah, you can at t- you know move a guy into LTIR, but the Oilers had some challenges, and this is why uh, there were you know some people thought as example the trade for Brandon Manning, Drake Kajula. Uh, Drake Kajula was a one point five million dollar cap hit at that time. Jason Garrison was included in the cap or in the trade, a six hundred thousand player. So that was $2.1 million, and they got back Manning at 2.25. But carrying forward, of course, Garrison's deal was expired. Garrison actually voided the contract to finish his year in uh, Europe after there was no opportunity for him uh, with the Chicago Blackhawks. And then Kajula, you could have even bought out at one-third, theoretically, because he was a sub-26-year-old guy when uh, you signed him to the two-year extension if you weren't happy with him. And, you know, the, that's why there were some people surprised that that trade in particular got made. The, the Weidman for Petrovich deal, I know Scott Housen had a lot of time for Petrovich. Um, I was a little surprised the third-round pick ended up in that trade. But the course of action that occurred last year has partially challenged this year's cap. And anybody that's watching the orders on a day-to-day basis, I think they get that. That being said, uh, the team continues to compete <laughs> with support players. It won't be easy tomorrow. Like Minnesota stall with Parisi and Fiala. Fiala's up to 15 goals this year. They have Kunin, Kunin playing with Galchenyuk and Zuccarella, Erickson Eck with Felino and Greenway. Koivu's on their fourth line right now, and uh, Victor Rask can't even get in their lineup. So this is going to be a tough game tomorrow. They're, they got their top 4D all healthy. Suter's playing with Spurgeon, Brodeen, and Dumba. And uh, their choice of Dubnik or uh, Stalock, and they came a big victory the other night. Uh, Brad says, what about trying to get Tyler Ennis to play with McDavid? He makes less than a million. He could probably be had for a fifth-round pick from Brad. The only thing that I'll say to you, Brad, and I mentioned this before on the show, it's my belief and understanding that the Oilers did inquire on Tyler Ennis, and he wanted to play for DJ Smith in Ottawa. Ottawa's probably going to be able to re-sign Tyler Ennis. Not a bad suggestion. I'll make that point blank. All right, let's get right to it. This day in Oilers history for New West Travel, you can join 630 Chad's Jalen and I on a spectacular tour of Iceland and Ireland. This 
uh, summer. It includes uh, daily meals, sightseeing, spectacular events. For more information, call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. Back on March, no, February 20th of 2001. What happened, Brendan? Tommy Salo makes 21 saves for the shutout as the Oilers beat the LA Kings 5-0 on home ice. Doug Waite scoring twice for the Oilers. Oilers uh, would go. How old were you in 2001, Brendan? Seven. Seven. So I I did uh, games one and two of the playoff series between Edmonton and Dallas that year in Dallas. Uh, the Oilers got a split there. They lost in six games, and that was at that time they were probably playing with a salary cap of around twenty-five to thirty million, when Dallas would have been about sixty to seventy-five. But the Oilers battled the Stars hard, and they forechecked them hard in that series and uh, got six games. One of those, either Bill Guerin, who's in town with Minnesota, or Doug Waite, one of the two of them got a hat trick uh, in that series in one of the games. Can't remember which one it was. This day in Oilers, I think it was Billy Guerin. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Jalen and I February 22nd at, in a couple days here for a travel seminar featuring Austria, Iceland, Ireland, South Africa. For tickets and uh, information, call New West Travel. Go online at newwesttravel.com. What does the mega-talented Reed Wilkins have tonight on Inside Sports? More from Ken Holland and Connor McDavid. You'll also hear from uh, Minnesota Wild radio color analyst Tom Reed, former CFL player and coach Nick Lewis. There you go. Uh, we will have a full preview of tomorrow night's matchup or, between the Edmonton Oilers and Minnesota Wild. Again, there are tickets available at EdmontonOilers.com. The uh, Wild and the Oilers tomorrow. Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for the River Free Resort Casino will join us. So, too, will Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Again, Breed will have more weather coverage coming up tonight, 6 to 8. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long, everybody, from Rogers Place. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chet.